0: all right johnny i i need your help i'm setting my angel lineup here and okay. how about uh, marsh in left Ooh. noah starting and rice closing That's, mm, no no hold on number. i'm getting an alert uh oh they're all gone <laughs> okay <laughs> all Well, right you're locked on with mike and john and this is locked on angels <laughs>
1: <laughs> you are locked on angels your daily los angeles angels podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: And thanks for making Locked On Angels your first listen of the day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast. And you can share the pod with your friends. Just hit the share button on Spotify, Apple Podcast or on YouTube and you can post it to your personal social media page. This will help others find the show. And today's episode is brought to you by Blue Nile. Make your special moment sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and going on right now is the Blue Nile anniversary sale. You can save up to 40 percent on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings. Shop stress-free and find your forever piece
1: go to bluenile.com today. Hey, thank you for joining us for this edition of Locked On Angels where it's your team every single day. You got the Fresh Brothers aka the Super Halo Bros here with you. My name is John and that's my brother Mike. And my name is Mike and that's my brother
0: You're wearing John That's a Cubs hat that you have on. If you're watching on the YouTube side,
1: you see that. Uh, Yes. What's that about? I'm ready for anything, dude. Anything could happen after this trade deadline. (laughs) Are you you jumping ship? What's going on? No, no. I'm I'm just prepared for, you know, if we get the call and I get moved to... Locked on Cubs, that's all I'm thinking about. <laughs> Is that
0: because you were on, I think, every Locked On show yesterday yes. talking about <laughs> the angel trade? You've just got hats that you can just put on anytime you need to jump on. Now what hat do you have? You're all right, I'm, I'm
1: going back to the angels for the benefit of, uh, the, benefit of the audience here. So that's good. Just, I don't want to confuse good. anybody, but, you know, if I get that call... I got the hat nearby. So. You've got the resume for
0: it, and you've got the hat. I appreciate That's that, right. Johnny. You, That's you right. You fit where you need to go.
1: <laughs> Man, what a day, Mike. There were some yeah. major trades that happened with the Angels, that, and, and two of which you and I probably didn't expect at all. No. I would actually grade them in terms of uh, Noah Syndergaard, expected. Yeah. Uh, Rysel Iglesias could have gone either way. Sure, and, sure. Uh, and Brandon Marsh did not see that coming, and that was didn't the first
0: trade of the day. That one was heartbreaking. We'll talk about Brandon Marsh in a little bit, but I'm just going to start off by saying I'm sad because I love Captain Caveman, and when I heard the story about how him and Joe Adele have been in baseball since, like, they were drafted, maybe even before that, together, roommates, oh, man, my heart broke there, too, because I just really like Brandon Marsh, and I think I like him the most because of his hustle. I know we're going to talk about him, but uh, I, I just wanted to say that off the top. Brandon! We're gonna miss you. We appreciate all you did for the Halos.
1: We love you, Brandon. We love you, Brandon. <laughs> hey, real
0: is quick, that why you're I, growing your hair out in yes, honor of Brandon Marshall? <laughs> and uh, you know,
1: I used to have the beard, but uh, you know, it's not quite there. Uh, listen, yeah. I ran a poll on Locked On Angels at Locked On Angels on Twitter. Uh, I said best move today. Well, there were a lot of comments that said none of the above, but that's not huh. the game. The game is yep. you have to choose. And so, <laughs> what we have so far as of this recording, 105 votes. Uh, 56% said Marsh for Ohapi. 16% said Thor for Moniac and Sanchez. And then 28% said Rysel for Chavez and Davidson. So those are, mm. those are those are the results there. Looks like the Marsh versus the Ohapi trade was the most significant. And we'll get into that trade. But let's talk about probably one of the more surprising ones. Rysel Iglesias goes to the Braves for Jesse Chavez and Tucker Davidson. Now, we know Jesse Chavez, uh, who has been the quintessential journeyman when it comes to baseball teams, and and he's actually been a halo before in 2017. He he had some starts. He got moved to the bullpen. Was not very good, Mike, and then since then, he's been with Texas, the Cubs, the Braves. I think he was back with Texas, and now he's back with the Braves, and then he got back to the Halos. He's been a much better reliever since he left the Angels, and I think that for the Braves, it was a matter of just moving somebody off the roster so that they could make room for Rysell. But talk about Tucker Davidson, who actually is kind of an intriguing uh, pitcher that we got back. Yeah,
0: I I like Atlanta pitchers. I, I love that we got somebody from the Braves organization. They have a history of really great pitching, and they currently have Really great pitcher. So I'm I'm intrigued by him. He's their number five prospect. He's mm-hmm. a lefty, and he has some major league experience. And this is what MLB.com says about him: His fastball averages around 93 miles per hour. It can touch. 96 when he's fully stretched out and he's healthy and he's shown Mm -hmm. the ability to maintain velocity deep into starts which is huge we've talked about chase silseth specifically yeah and how his velocity is down and i think the angels manager needs to hear deep into games that's something that needs to (laughs) whoever that may be next season Right. right right davison had a uh Uh, curveball when he entered pro ball. It's now in the upper 70s and a mid-80s changeup. And we talked on yesterday's show about the difference in how a fastball and a changeup are necessary. We were talking about rysel, rysel.
1: who <laughs> now he's gone <laughs> right do we have that power i'm scared of this power that we have <laughs> you know what's been
0: interesting is like big moves have been made after we've talked about it on this show so i'm gonna just say yes john i'm gonna yes. say yes to that so he has this eight, mid-80s change up he has an upper 70s curveball and he didn't throw much last year, but both mm-hmm. are, are are very solid. And then he added a slider in 2020, and MLB.com says that that could be his game-changing pitch. Mm-hmm. What is it with sliders and angel pitchers? It no seems kidding. like that's the pitch that they're actually learning, and it's been really, really great. And yeah. one of the other notes was that his command was a bit inconsistent uh, he was largely trending in the right direction over the last couple of seasons in the minors, and so they're they're hopeful that this guy can start long term, and that his fastball slider combination from the left side could really really cause confusion for the batters that he faces once he gets to the major leagues.
1: You know, he is going to come right to the Angels once he gets here, so he will be a yeah. major league roster. So it'll, it'll it will be interesting to see if they have him start. He has some experience. In the majors, not very successful yet, but in the minors, he's been a pretty good pitcher. So, on the Rysel side of things, would you call this a salary dump? Yeah, i i actually I actually think I really like this move. Yeah, and I well, like. I
0: don't think it. There's because... anything bad about
1: it? I just think yeah. salary dump or not.
0: I like it because of the salary dump. Now, mm-hmm. I'm a, I was on the train of hashtag re- re-sign Rysel, right? Yes. And so I love this guy. However, we're not a team that needs a dominant closer this season. Now and I, I I like it because I think it does two things. It frees up a lot of money mm-hmm. and I wonder if Sam Bachman is closer than we realize, and I mm. wonder if the Angels see him, or perhaps Chris Rodriguez, I know he's been hurt, but yeah. I wonder if the Angels see those two guys as the potential Frankie Rodriguez and Troy Percival of the future for mm. us. And and Perry seems to have a, an eye for these younger guys. And the other note that I just didn't think about Perry was with the Braves and he made this trade and got this guy, right? And mm-hmm. he got Tukey Toussaint. And so I wonder if Perry's taking some of those guys that have been missed in the Braves organization and bringing them over and we're going to see some success Possible. over the next few years. So I agree with you. I think a salary dump here and and I think that it actually is is good that it opens up some resource. What do you think
1: about it? I think it's a great idea because we don't need a dominant closer right now. And we're off the hook for $48 million over the next yeah. three years plus the remainder of his 10 million this year. So the way his contract was structured was 10 million this year, 16 million for years two, three, and four. Mm. And so that's about fifty-one million or so total, given yeah. what's left over for the remainder of this season. And so that's money that you can spend on Shohei Otani and work an extension. That's money that you can spend on free agents. And don't forget that Justin Upton is also off the books after this season. right? So we freed up a lot of cap space. And I know, Mike, when we say that Artie doesn't spend, what you and I are actually saying is he doesn't want to go over the luxury tax. Right. That's what we mean to say. But I feel like with all this cap space... I think Artie will be willing to go somewhat over over the luxury tax in the future because this really goes to show you got to spend money on Shohei, you got to spend money on free agents, you got to win in the short term if you want to keep that Shohei investment in the long term. I guess what really surprised me about this was just the fact that Perry did it, and yeah, even with Syndergaard right. and Brandon Marsh, uh, we've been in situations in the past where our GMs kind of. Mm, okay, we'll send this. We'll send Lestella to the A's and see what we get back. Yeah. You know, let's be honest, we, they
0: sat on their hands, right? Cuz that's yeah. not a that's not a game-changing move. I felt no. like this one was a game-changing move for the Halos. Yeah,
1: and I like Jesse Chavez, who's a better reliever now, and I really think that when it comes to Tucker Davidson, he, there's something there that Perry sees in him. But again, getting rid of all that money, you guys know where that money's going. It's going to Shohei, it's going to free agents because it has to. It- has to
0: (laughs) well that's trade number one we have two more to talk about so coming up on Locked On Angels we're going to talk about the Syndergaard trade and then we're going to weep through the conversation as we talk about the Marsh trade Mm -hmm. because he's our boy. I like that guy. But first, Locked On Angels is brought to you by BlueNile.com. You can celebrate all of life's special moments from creating the custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece all at prices that you won't find at any traditional jeweler. And here's the great news. Blue Nile has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. So if you're not sure what you need or what you'd like to pick out, they're available via phone or chat. And they're they're helpful because they're... They wanna know what your budget is and then they'll help you to create the, the diamond ring of your of your dreams for that price and if it's not perfect no problem 100% satisfaction guarantee you can make those special moments sparkle with jewelry from BlueNile.com and going on right now is their anniversary sale save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings plus every order is insured and it ships free that's the best news and then it arrives in a package that won't give away what's inside so if you're not home and it shows up on the front porch and your wife sees it she's not going to go hey what's this well she might but she's not going to be able to tell that you got her a really great gift so shop stress-free and find your forever peace go to blue today
1: all right it's time for the conversation that we are <sighs> dreading and that yeah. is the trade of brandon marsh to the phillies and let me just say, I saw his interview with Erica Weston, and that boy looked happy. He looked huh? excited Good. to go to the East Coast. Good. He looked excited to be a contender on a contending team. Yeah. And he's going to be closer to Georgia, which is his home state. And so he looked very optimistic. He looked excited. Good. The Phillies have actually said, Dave Dombrowski said, that there's something in his swing that they feel like, they can fix and I don't think he's that far off because earlier in the season we we got the best of Marsh remember he was leading the team in RBIs with Shohei for a while and uh, was a really big contributor to the winning ways of the Halos and something sort of fell off so that speaks to more of the uh, the lack of effort from this coaching staff. And I was going to say, Johnny, I
0: hate, I hate that. I hate
1: that. I, I hate that. Because with, that's what they Same say, with Andrew Heaney. Andrew Heaney
0: was the other name that came up. It's like, why, why can't we figure this out? And, you know, Dave Dombrowski has had a history of making some really great moves in the organizations he's been a part of. And I just hate that they're like, oh, we can, we can fix that. So when this guy is hitting over 300 and he's got 30 bombs and 100 RBIs, I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm not going to be mad. I'm going to be pissed. <laughs>
1: Well, I can honestly say I'll forever be a Brandon Marsh fan, and we'll yeah, cheer for him yeah. wherever he goes. Uh, he got traded to the Phillies yeah. for Logan Ohapi. Thank yep. you, Locked On Angels legend Steve Granado for uh, making sure I had that name right. He reached out to me and said, hey, just to save you the trouble, it's Ohapi. Oh, what a good, what a good guy. <laughs> what a guy, right? We're all
0: part of the family here. <laughs> That's
1: right. Uh, Ohapi is a catcher, Mike. In fact... Yeah. What's funny is that he was ranked uh, number three in the Philly system uh, at one point, and uh, he came in at 89 in the top 100 prospects. Now, remember, the Angels did not have a top 100 prospect in the MLB pipeline, so because of that, Ohapi automatically becomes our number one prospect. Did he hop? to number one,
0: <laughs> hey, <laughs> and <Bad joke.
1: laughs> he's the uh, he's the only angel in the top 100 now, and yeah. it's because he came from the Philly system. So wow, we got a position player and a catcher in Ohapi that we sorely need because yes. we do not have catching depth. I think this kind of shows me that they've thrown in the towel on Matt Thice and 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 I know Edgar Caro is actually. A a good watch, he's a good catcher, so he could also be somebody uh, who contributes in the future. But this is a big deal, I think. Logan Ohapi, again, top 100-ranked prospect. And uh, let me get into some of the details from MLB Trade Rumors they said uh, the 22-year-old was selected by the Phillies in the 23rd round of the 2018 draft. Uh, FanGraphs even gave him their 50th slot in their top 100. But let's wow. get into some of his stats here. He spent the entirety of his season in Double A, hitting two sixty nine, three eighty five, and a slugging of .492 with a 139 wow. weighted runs created plus. You know that's my favorite stat from <laughs> <Johnny> FanGraphs. <laughs> Yep. And uh, he's going to report to the AA Rocket City Trash Pandas when he arrives. So, yeah. what do you think of this move? How does it make you feel? I know we're down about Marsh, but do you get any joy in the fact that we got Logan Ohapi? I do, because I think that
0: Ohapi could potentially be our starting catcher sooner mm-hmm. rather than later. I know mm-hmm. that we have Stassi back there, but I think Stassi is more suited to perhaps be a backup mm-hmm. and take the Kurt Suzuki role, because mm-hmm. Ohapi, it looks like he's got an offensive bat, which is what we need, and Here's why I really like it. We have so many players that have come up that have been drafted in the late rounds, but have never been really ranked very high. Mm -hmm, Jared Walsh mm -hmm. would be an example. And the reason why I like this move is because he is ranked really high. And typically, typically, not all the time, but typically, these are the types of players that turn into a player in the major leagues. And Mm. we're not going to be. Pleasantly surprised that David Fletcher turned out the way that he did, or <laughs> right. that Jared Walsh turned out the way Taylor that he Ward. did. Yeah, <laughs> I think that what we're going to find is that some of the players that we did trade for are going to end up being a Mike Trout esque type of player. Now, I'm not saying mm. they're going to be Mike Trout, but they're going to come up and, and they're going to perform and they're going to be good. And, and I like that we have a great catcher because we haven't really had a great catcher since. Benji Molina, and and he yeah. is the guy that really carried those early 2000 Halos to the World Series and beyond, and then I think even before that, I think Lance Parrish and Bob Boone were the two mm. guys that really carried the angels in the eighties and in the nineties. And so mm-hmm. it's been a position that has really been interchangeable. And so I hope that O'Hapi is a guy that we see sooner rather than later. And we see him really perform for us. I mean if he's putting up those numbers in double A, those numbers would work in the major leagues instantly because <laughs> no we needed kidding. a bat, right? And so and I like that he's going to the trash pandas. It seems like that double A team has really produced some great players. Mm-hmm. And and I like that he's an offense player I know that we need pitching we've talked about that but I think that Perry has done a good job in replenishing our pitching staff Mm -hmm. from the majors to the minor leagues and now getting some bats of guys that aren't guaranteed but there is almost a hey there's a lot of potential there it's not wishful thinking like there Mm -hmm. is something there with this guy and I'd love to see this guy up sooner rather than later. I know he's in double A and that typically means that they probably next step is going to be the major leagues. Cause that's where a lot of our players have come from. He so. had
1: an estimated arrival of 2022 with the Phillies. So wow, there is great. a chance we could see him okay. at some point this season. So we have Logan Ohopey giving us all kinds of Logan Ohopey for this, <laughs> uh, for the future of the halos, baby. <laughs>
0: Locked Lockdown Angels is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest sports development, league reviews, and news. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports and events, including MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions. BetOnline is where the game starts
1: all right hey before we get into this conversation about Noah Syndergaard I do want to point out that during his press conference Perry Manassian did own up to the fact that this team needs better position players it needs more depth yeah he did kind of allude to the fact that Oh, we haven't been healthy, and that's why we're losing. I don't know if I fully buy that, because sure. I understand Trout and Rendon are gone. And you and I have looked at the numbers, Mike, especially with Rendon, and even though his numbers were not out of this world, we did see how much better of a team we were with yeah. him on this team, and yeah. when he's healthy. So. yeah. I do agree that health is part of that conversation, but I really hope that that does not excuse Perry Manassian from getting what needs to be done, basically. You know what? I think maybe Perry's listening to the
0: show. I think you're right. People are listening because... (laughs) Why did
1: he bring that up? We've been talking about it.
0: Halo fans have been talking about it. So... Here we are just helping the world to be a better place, John.
1: (laughs) That's right. Every single day. Yes. Hey, so Noah Syndergaard, this is the one that we kind of expected, but... uh, This was a good move, yes. Yeah, yeah. So he went to the Phillies. They're taking the rest of the $7 million that he is owed for the rest of the season. Uh, We got Mickey Moniak. He's a Moniak. I was ready for that. (laughs) I knew it. And uh, Hadiel Sanchez. So let me talk about Mickey Moniak. Uh, He's a former first-round pick. And essentially, he's going to be the fourth outfielder. Perhaps he might platoon with Joe Adele. Uh, He's going to report to the Angels when he arrives. But he was the Phillies' first overall pick in 2016, but he hasn't really lived up to the hype. Uh, This is coming from MLB Trade Rumors. Right now he's slashed 129, 214, and 172. He's had 162 career games over three seasons. (laughs) So it's a full season of Major League time, but split over three seasons. However, uh, he could get some time in AAA. He does have options, so he uh, has that chance to work on some things. He's got a, a year less of MLB service time coming into the season so they can keep him on the team for a little bit longer. So that's Mickey Moniac. Again, somebody who had a lot of hype but qu- hasn't quite lived up to it. Who does that sound like? Mm. Oh, it sounds like uh, Joe Adele. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. let's hope that the Angels can figure some things out. Honestly, if you get a player like that, it just screams to me that Perry Manasin is going to bring in His guys to fix these bats, to fix these arms, and get everybody right. For next season but talk about Hadiel Sanchez Michael.
0: Well Sanchez is a 21 year old so I love that he's young and he's a switch hitting outfielder he was selected by the Phillies in the 12th round of the 2019 draft so he's still pretty fresh to mm-hmm. the major leagues and he was number 19 in Baseball America's list of top Philly prospects at their most recent update and mm. Here's here's his stats. He was in A ball, 38 games in A ball this year. 236, 286 and 429 hey. with a uh there's your favorite stat. Uh, weighted runs plus with of 101. Weighted and so, runs created plus. Sorry, created weighted runs, plus. created plus. That's your stat. That's why you get it right. <laughs> and so um he he he's improving and they they mm-hmm. say that while he's still a bit away from the major leagues, he's developing and He's got an
1: intriguing array of tools. I haven't yeah, used I've, heard, array I've heard five. I've heard five tool player. Yeah, uh, from a lot of reports on him. Yeah. in fact, I didn't. I failed to mention that uh, he's, I believe, twenty-six in our top thirty for Angels prospects. So wow, he's already ranked very. He already highly. slots in. That's great. Yeah. He's. They say a ton of raw power. Six foot
0: two. He's got a big frame, and and he started to flash it in in some games. They 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 do say this though that he's. Been a, a bit inconsistent, so they need to work on that. And he's a fringy runner who isn't hmm. a base running threat. And so interesting. I, I thought that was really interesting. But I, I like those two guys. And again, we've talked about this Noah trade and potentially getting some people that can make an impact. And I, mm-hmm. I, I like that... It's it's some guys with some bats and in the outfield, and it's not more pitching because I feel like we've done a really great job in getting pitchers. So mm-hmm. let's replenish our bats and let's get some depth and let's see these guys in the major leagues and uh, so that we can sing. He's a moniac uh, when he when he comes <laughs> up or Hariel Sanchez. I like Hariel. I like that guy's name. That's good. That's good. Hey, uh,
1: Noah Syndergaard did mention and and many uh, members of the broadcast team. mentioned this as well. They said that he would love to come back to the Halos. He said he loves it here. He said that he loves the young core of pitchers who are developing here. He's been like a mentor to them. In fact, uh, on their day off on Monday, they had some beach picks. They were all out at the beach riding electric bikes and stuff. Him and Lorenzen and Shohei and Ipe. And so there's a good core of of players here and friends here. So I would not be surprised to see him return in some form or fashion next season or over the off season because he does like it here. I think that giving him the chance to figure things out this season on a one-year deal and try to get right and figure out, hey, I can't throw as hard as I used to. i got to figure out how to be a ground ball pitcher. I think he's going to slot in very well for the Phillies. I think that uh, he will help them get to the playoffs and be another option in that rotation. And, and then you know how things go in the playoffs where you – all of a sudden have a starter who's relieving because it's a do-or-die game, and I think he could be the guy who comes in right. and does that. And he also has to face the Mets again, which is going to be interesting. I shouldn't say face the Mets again, but be in the same division with the Mets and face his old team. And right. Boy, boy, those Mets fans are going to pile on him. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for making Locked
0: On Angels your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen the Locked On MLB podcast with MLB expert Paul Francis Sullivan. He's bringing his humor and passion and unique perspective on every team and will share some of the biggest stories from around the league. You can follow the number one daily league-wide podcast, Locked On MLB on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Hey, be sure to give us a follow at Locked On Angels on Twitter, and of course at Super Halo Bros on Twitter and Instagram. I appreciate everybody who commented and and shared their thoughts and opinions on YouTube and on Twitter yeah. and Instagram. I tried to get to everything today. It was a busy day yesterday, so thank you for uh, bearing with me. And uh, like like Mike said, I was on all of those different shows. <laughs> you did well, my friend, <laughs> thank you, my brother. Thank you. What do we have on deck for tomorrow's show, Mike?
0: Uh, Two things that we want to talk about. First of all, what do we do now? Like, what do the Angels do now? So you Mm. and I are going to talk about what's next for the Halos and what we can anticipate for the rest of the season. And Mm. breaking news from yesterday, last night, Vince Scully passed away. So, So we're actually going to talk about how the Halos have had some really great announcers over the years. And talk about the impact that they have had on us, like Vince Scully has had on the Dodgers. And so we'll mm. talk a little bit about that. I'm, I'm excited about that conversation, but God bless Vince Scully. What a great yes. announcer. And and he is a legend in LA, but I think a legend ar- across the planet because of his voice and the games that he called. So we're going to talk Absolutely. a little bit about Halo announcers, and we're going to talk a little bit about Vince Scully as well.
1: Love that. All right, y'all, well, we hope you come back and join us for more Locked on Angels tomorrow. Until then, my name is John, and that's my brother, Mike. And my name is Mike, and that's my brother, John. And we'll see you right back here tomorrow for more Locked on Angels.